getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot-dogging, yeah! I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. When we speak, our voices are heard, we all say, I bring it. Welcome to Malice ba- Smack Talk, the podcast that supports the man and the only man, Becky Lynch. Thank you very much. I am the man. I am your host, Mal- uh, Masonic Vader. Welcome to the show. With me, as always, we have Mind Freak. <laughs> I can already tell that this show is going to be fun. I mean, there's already, there's already the Smack Talk starting in the pre-show, guys. Wish you guys could hear it. It might be featured on the best of, you don't know, but we're yes. here. Let's kick some ass and take some names. Yes, Dynamite since day one-ish, Dynamite right? Day uh, one-ish. Yeah. Yes. And then, of course, we've got the, the the brains of the operation, Bearded Master. How you doing, sir? And like Chris Jericho says, we're all in with All Elite Wrestling. Let's get this rolling. <laughs> nice. Even though he so, shaved his beard, it still looks magnificent. Just saying. I'm talking to you, Marty. <laughs> it uh, it's it's the mustache it brings the dapperness out yes is, is, that, is that the manager of mustache mountain we have on here now oh yeah oh, yeah, oh. maybe maybe i was going a little bit more towards that simon gotts look you know what i'm saying not really nah, no 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 maybe no no he's going more of the revival look Oh, damn, the muffin top. <laughs> I went oh, there. Boy. I went there. <laughs> so if you if you watch the podcast on a regular basis, someone was absent last week, and apparently he needs to let it all out. I think maybe we should let five minutes go at the beginning just so he could uh, blow his load or something. I don't know. Yeah, which basically, if we give him five minutes, it's going to be four minutes and 45 seconds. Of, uh, well, you see – uh, and then 45 sec- or 15 seconds of content. So if you want to waste four and a half, four forty-five, that's up to you, man. Let, 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 me, let me let me let me take 15 of those. Let me take the 15 seconds, scratch five of those out because five of them is going to be yeah, exactly what Marty and Ken and Ken said. Yeah, exactly. I mean that goes I, I agree all with you guys. around. It's not <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, you know, we all have similar thoughts on things because we're all wrestling fans. I mean, that's why I hate having to trail after you guys because when I say something first, like, yeah, exactly what my hey. freak said. Let me piggyback and just elaborate, you know, on my thoughts on it. So, you know, my freak, there. you want to know what you want to know something? <laughs> what? It doesn't matter what your opinions are. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to be talking ADD oh, wrestling? I don't know what it is. Well, apparently we're both on ADD. Let's go, man. Let's let's get this thing moving. Uh, welcome to Malice Smack Talk. First of all, before we get started, let's uh, make sure we thank make sure we thank our sponsors, Malice Corp. Uh, they are the sponsors of this uh, site. They allow us to do our thing. Check out the website, Malice-Corp. Phenomenal site. Lots of different podcasts outside of ours. There's the main cast, which is every Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh, it's the all-nerd ca- podcast. Uh, sometimes you'll see me on there. Sometimes you'll see other guys on there, 8 p.m. Twitch. Check them out. And, of course, you got Comics for All, uh, Nerd Mosh Pit, uh, you can even go back and look at last year's uh, domination uh, from Big Papa Matt and Beacon, who actually ran the gauntlet and watched 100 movies. <laughs> Both of them did last year in the theaters, and they have them all on video there. So check it out. It's a great site. Have fun. Do your thing. Uh, we're, we're here to talk wrestling, though, and it's, it's time to jump into this. Uh, the first thing we want to jump into is uh, – Gosh, man, it seems like lately we've been doing these at least once a month. Uh, this has just been nonstop. We unfortunately lost another legend, but this time you're you're talking about one of the one of the top legends. Uh, mean Gene Oakland had unfortunately passed away this last week. Uh, me personally, man, I mean, when you when you talk wrestling, Mean Gene's one of those people you talk about, man. Uh, grow, especially me growing up, because he was always doing the interviews. He was always. He, he was always there. He was it was Hulk Hogan's buddy. I mean, every time you see something, it was Mean Gene. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. And it, it's it's what I grew up on, man. And it's it, it's devastating loss because that's a 
uh, like I said, he he's up there. He could be considered one of those entries into uh, – you can't necessarily say Mount Rushmore with wrestling because there's so many key pivotal people, but he is definitely probably in the top five, uh, if not top three of commentators of all time with wrestling. He definitely made his impact. Uh, what's your guys' thoughts on it? I mean, to go with what you're saying, I mean, I don't know about Mount Rushmore of commentators because when you look at that, obviously, you know, you got JR, you got Gorilla Monsoon. Vince McMahon was amazing on the mic when he was younger. Uh, but when it comes down to it, when you, there, there is when – you, when you talk Gene Okerlund, you don't talk a Mount Rushmore. You talk a peak and the tip of the mountain because when it comes down to him, when it came to a mic backstage, in ring, whatever it may be, there's not a single person that comes as close to him as it, as it comes. Um, I mean, you know, we go look at even late nineties attitude era, ruthless aggression. You know, we had those guys who not only won the mic, but did, you know, involvements in wrestling. You got Michael Cole, you had coachman, but mean Gene was on a whole new level. He's one of those guys who sits in that throne and everybody else is barely trying to climb the mountain. When it came down to it, you you enjoyed the, his moments on the mic. You were always looking forward to what he was going to say and what he was going to see. It didn't matter if it was Hogan, if it was uh, Warrior, Macho Man, Ric Flair. You knew you were going to get something amazing, whether it would be video clips from AWA, WCW, um, WWE, either time he was there. Gene Oakland is a legend. When you talk wrestling, he is absolutely one of the guys that's always going to be mentioned and will always be remembered. Absolutely. Mind freak. Yeah, no, go along with the same things. Like for me, like growing up, like, you know, you know, some of the early days and like even going in with like, you know, with the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that. Like anytime, like I was like, oh, we have an interview coming up or we have backstage stuff coming up. I, in my head, I just knew it was going to be me and Gene and same kind of idea as, you know, you have the greats in wrestling, you know, the ones that are out there, the in-ring performers, but even being on the mic as like an interviewer, as an announcer, that was what he did on his own. It was art. Not to take away anything from everybody else, but like it was what he did was what he did. And he always had you like, it was always awesome. It was always good and that kind of thing. And again, you know, just another legend gone too quick. Yeah. And you know what? The, the thing I, I think I mentioned this uh, a while back, probably one of our original podcasts and stuff. And I think it might have been in a conversation where we were talking about, like, say, JR and stuff. Um, when you think wrestling, when you think some of those great moments and those great shows, it's not necessarily the people in the ring or the wrestlers themselves, it's the person announcing it or doing the interview. And and like you said, with those interviews from the 80s, it didn't matter if he was with, at the time, WWF, whatever you want to call it, or eventually WCW. Man, I mean, you can think of all these great moments, his interviews with Ric Flair, his cream of the crop, uh, cream of the crop interview with Macho Man, interview with Andre the Giant where he takes his hand and puts it on his face. I mean, there, there's nonstop. The endless interviews with Hulk Hogan. And then, and then he would go – and then he had his nice uh, run with Bobby Heenan. We were talking about this kind of like in pre-show and everything. Mean Gene had that presence to not only command the screen for just an interview, but then he had the personality and actually was able to. There's some of those great moments where he just off the cups, uh, off the cusp, like just hey, you know, like for example, the Sid Vicious when he he's like, oh, I messed up. No, you can't do that. We're going live, pal. You know, I mean, he was just like that. And that's what I really appreciated about me and Gene. It was just he, – he was just phenomenal in every sense of the word. And he had, what, one match in the ring, and it was with Hulk Hogan, which was hilarious as well. So uh, it's it's a huge impact, and I guarantee any person you speak to who actually commentates wrestling will sit there and say that he was more than likely the, the reason why they were – or at least motivation of behind commentating or how they made themselves better transitioning from wrestling or whatever. So it's uh it's it's rough, man. I mean, and like I said, it's at this point, man, where we're we're doing at least one of these once a month now, where we're starting to lose these living legends. So I really hope that uh, for the ones that we haven't lost and what WWE's doing and everybody else, I hope they understand that you know these guys are where they're at and uh, they, they they take care of them, make sure they keep them in mind, and uh, and I you know it just sucks, man. I hate seeing these guys go. I mean, eventually everyone has to, I guess. So. 
Uh, rest in peace, Mean Gene Oakland. We will uh, definitely miss you, and all the wrestling fans will definitely uh, – uh, yeah, we definitely miss it. We'll be seeing you on WWE Flashback. So, um, anyways, let's uh, let's jump into some positive stuff, man. Uh, let's, let's talk about WWE this week really quick. Not a lot going on. Uh, we all talked about how the fact that, yeah, the shows, they were okay this week. There was a couple good matches. Uh, I like seeing some of the angles and some of the things you do. Seth Rollins starting to get a little uh, aggro and stuff with Triple H and everything, which is awesome. It's start, it's good starting to see these path- pathways. Uh, but you know, right now everything's set up for uh, for Royal Rumble, and we don't want to get into that conversation. There wasn't anything, unless you guys could think of any matches that were just like, "Holy crap, let's talk about it." Uh, not really. I mean, just a quick tidbit on it. Um, even though we've seen, you know, matches like this many times before, um, the bar and the Usos. I mean, anytime, like, anytime the Usos or the bar, or, like, the Usos are involved in a match, especially with a team like the bar or, like, the New Day, you know it's going to be a top-quality match and a top-tier match. And, you know, it delivered. Um, you know, I thought... And I... I, I, I know what you're thinking. Let it out, Marty. Let, Let it, it out, out Billy Master. I set you up for it. I set you up for this. You should be happy that I'm back. There was only one damn good thing that came of that match. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest gift in creation from God, Mandy Rose. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how much crap they're talking, how much they're against this storyline. It's a damn storyline. It is. And I freaking love it. Um, what's, here's the best part. One, we're getting quality content. Yes, we are. From Mandy Rose. But not only are we getting an, a legit storyline for Naomi to be part of, but here's what I see. We have this thing going on with them, and the one that's being elevated quietly that no one's even realizing it but it is is sonia deville mm-hmm. and we've been i've been you know we've been talking about this in the past and i've been mentioning it all year long she is going to be a breakout star this year mm-hmm. and they once they really though they know what they have with both of them her and with mandy rose and the fact that they are giving sonia the rub without even her being involved really directly in that storyline is what's great about the storyline. We have three female superstars who are all rising up to a new level with this attitude arrow-esque storyline. And it's amazing. I mean golden shorts. I you know, hey, if you did this there's a moment. Jimmy, if you're listening, bro, back off and I'll take your place. Save your marriage. I'll sacrifice myself. I'll I'll sacrifice as tribute. It is. Oh my is. gosh, man! You're willing to throw yourself on the sword. That's Just that's saying. that's seriously single tear right here, man. Single rust, tear. That's a- rust. <laughs> rust that blade up. Rust that blade up, and I'll dive on it. Wow. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and I think we talked about this a while back. WWE has as I, I want to sit there and say has started going back to that to what made him good in the 90s where they kind of let the reins go a little bit we talked about this and they they had mentioned that they're going to try to try to take away i think they're trying to skirt up the pg-13 even though or pg they're on tv 14 already but i think they're really starting to push the limits in one way or another they're trying to get it they're trying to bring something back i'm for uh, i don't know if it's gonna work yeah they want to give us that m they want to give us that m yeah I don't know if it's going to work though. Right now, I mean, I mean, it's good. Definitely but, seeing the talent coming through. But I know we've talked about it too. It's like with some of these storylines, they're they're getting personal. I mean, look at AJ and Samoa Joe. Look at uh, Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe. Now look at like you know, Mandy uh, with uh, with Naomi and uh, Jimmy. Like, look, it's like it's they're personalizing some of these storylines, and they're you know great. I mean? What? Yeah. You're not, no, I, no. Said, wait, wait. I said Jimmy. <laughs> That's what I said. I know. You said Jay. You did say Jay. I mean, I know they're twins, bro. I know they're twins, but it's, <laughs> you're, wait, 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 you're wait, wait, wearing wait, their shirt. Down since day one ish, huh? You can't even tell yeah. the twins apart, huh? All right. Wow. There you go. 
Damn. <laughs> I, I think you need to take that shirt I, off, I'm sir. On my, I'm on my fifth Steve Weiser here, okay? Okay. All well, right. I'll give him that one. If he's on number well, five, that's all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, be oh boy, here we go, man. All right, so being with the NXT or uh, WWE, uh, the other thing going on this week is they announced uh, on NXT UK that this weekend, uh, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern, which is, uh, what is that, 11 o'clock on the West Coast, they're actually having their first. Uh, um, NXT TakeOver, it's Blackpool, where they originated from. And uh, they've got five matches on there, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, uh, Bearded yep, Master? They do. Five matches, and three of them are going to be barn burners. Absolutely. I, I And it looks like the headlining one is actually the Women's uh, Championship, which I, I, I'm i excited about to see. Ray Ripley versus Tony Storm. That's why Sign me up. Me too. Sign me up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, it, it's gonna be a great match. Uh, it's it's a little interesting to see what they're doing with Tony Storm right now. It almost seems like she's with WWE, but she's not with WWE. It seems like she's trying to fill out or finish up a lot of contracts, and they haven't been able to get her full time yet. Am I am I seeing this wrong? No, no, she's full blown. She's she full blown okay. WWE. Okay. So it's gonna be good, man. They they need to definitely give her the push. I mean, Rhea Ripley is also she she made a big impact on the. Uh, and the May Young Classic too, and everything. Hence the reason why she's champ right now. She's a uh, she's actually quite deceiving as far as she's a she's big, but she's also very fast. A really good wrestler. Uh, it was really cool to see that they gave her or they she earned that championship uh, to start off with, uh, not giving it to Tony Storm. So this is going to be an awesome match. I'm ex- I'm looking forward to it. Um, if you, can you run off the rest of the uh, matches? Because they're off the top of my tongue right now. Yeah, so, I mean, we have a singles match between Travis Banks and Jordan Devlin. Uh, a no-DQ match with Dave Mastiff and Eddie Dennis. And those are probably going to be the two matches just to fill the card out. Uh, but your next three matches, you have Pete Dunn and Joe Coffey. Hell yeah. And, and I know mm-hmm. I've talked about Coffey in the past because Coffey is a beast. Um, yeah, he, he, he could easily be that next that oh dude that guy is a big he's a big yeah um but here's the thing Pete Dunn today hits day six hundred of his title reign yeah he is like, the longest running right now yeah holy hell so that match is going to be fantastic uh I have a feeling that they can go either way with this because they can get a lot of people with a surprise and or the expected he's had it for six hundred plus days. It's time to get it off him. They're going to give it to Joe coffee. And then at the same time, him retaining is almost like a surprise. Like he said it for 600 days and he still has the belt. Like that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the inaugural NXT championship and our uh, NXT tag team championship. UK. UK. And that's going to be uh mustache mountain, which we've talked about already. With Trent Steven and yes, Tyler Bates. Yeah, uh, right there. And then, yes. Yeah. And then the grizzled young veterans, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Uh, this is the inaugural NXT Tag Team UK Championship. And the fact that Tyler Bates is going up for this after he was already the inaugural NXT UK Champion. Yeah. I mean, he's basically become Charlotte of the UK. you know what though in 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 watching him wrestle man he is actually quite entertaining to watch i love uh he's got he's incredibly strong uh good mat game Uh, i love the freaking uh, get hit in the bop and the pop what was it uh dang it right and left what do you call him again puts hand up and he bops him with the left i can't think of it off top of his head he uses that all the time, and, and, and he's quite entertaining watching the matches and everything. Like the matches I've seen of his are really good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up winning. Mustache Mountain is extremely popular uh, in the UK. Uh, I've seen there. I've seen a, uh, you know at least five or ten, uh, you know between five and ten of their matches since they've been uh, in NXT slash NXT UK, and they they are a good combination. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as you don't see that, because uh, I mean. You know, you got Tyler Banks, who's 20 years old, youngest UK champion, and then you've got his partner, 
who just looks like he needs to retire at this point. It's like Ric Flair in his older years, you know. He's just like he's hanging on. He's still get, but he's still giving quality matches, which is awesome. So uh, it, it's exciting. It's good to see that the UK brand has their first takeover coming around because uh, obviously with this new year coming around, WWE is going to be pushing for uh, – Hopefully, more TV, more content on WWE as far as uh, matches and everything. So, and I know we brought it up. I know we brought it up before, but the, the UK fans, man, that's one of the things I'm excited about when watching Blackpool is just to see the fans and how crazy they go. So I know, I know, we talked about it many times. So it'll be interesting to see, especially whether it's their first, you know, like big event like this for their own brand. Expect the energy fans to be there. Absolutely. Bearded, were you going to throw something at the end there? Nope. I nope, agree with what, they're, what uh, I agree with what uh, Mind Freak said right there. Oh, you're pulling the Mind Freak. All right. It's some well. It's did some very well. <laughs> um, so that's about it with WWE right now. Unless I miss it. Yeah. There you go. You got to say something when you're drinking, though, man. Because they don't see the cup. You suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you suck. There we go. Damn. It's almost like a right. hold up. Dance break. Dance break. Oh, was it a dance break, really? <laughs> <laughs> actually go about the dance right there. <laughs> Yeah, and we're moving on. We're moving on. Yeah. on. We, we don't want to lose any more uh, viewers, so let's move on. Uh, well, it's kind of hard when you have Mind Freak on the show. That's um, true. Good point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean. You know, I, I just do want to point out. You know, the fact that we did do a live show on Twitch when Marty wasn't here, and we actually had more viewers in the entire show than he was with here. When we were which is time. quite interesting because the one person the, seemed like your biggest contributor on Twitch that day was in fact me so i i don't know seems like when i do a twitch show we have more interaction with a guest uh but you know hey it is what it is and we're so we're moving on to wwe's next uh thing that they've thrown in this week uh good segue uh they're actually adding something to royal rumble weekend to the access show it's called when worlds collide uh i personally am very excited about this because you know i'm a big fan of the uh, what I call the WWE channel shows, which are your NXT, your NXT UK, and your 205 Live. They are going to be doing a Win Worlds Collide uh, part of the Access show, which it looks like they're going to be bringing all the superstars, for, or majority of them, from uh, the three brands. Small amount. Okay. Uh, you know, but still, it's still cool to see some interact because I want to see, see some good dream matches that you can get out of those. So uh, I know they've taken so- somebody off. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So if if you haven't, did you do you, in case you haven't, those of you haven't looked at the the roster, kind of what they put together for this, um, we have five people from each each roster, uh, two hundred five live, and, and these are some big names that are actually being represented. So it's not like they're going to grab just some com- you know a couple guys just to fill the roster. They got big names: uh, TJP, Drew Gulak, Tony Nice, Umberto Carrillo, Cedric Alexander. I mean, you you take away you. With the exception of a few big names, those are pretty much four of the five or four of the biggest names for the two hundred five roster right there. Yep. Well, they're missing uh, Lucha House Party. No, they're not on two hundred five no more. They're on the raw roster, bro. Yeah, oh, man. they're lumberjacks now. They're lumberjacks. <laughs> um, NXT UK coming off of this weekend: Mark Andrews, Tyler Bate, Travis Banks, Jordan Devlin, Zach Gibson. Um, and then when it comes to NXT, holy hell. Uh, Adam Cole, Valveteen Dream, Dominic Djokovic, uh, Keith Lee, Otis Dozovic. I mean, I you got I Keith Lee. Who's, one, but yeah. You got Keith. Mm-hmm. No, but probably because they're trying to hold off and they don't want to use up Ciampa and Gargano and Ricochet. You know, they want to give matches that – People are going to want to tune into, but not matches that are going to essentially, so to speak, blow their load for TakeOver the week after. Uh, or, ta- I mean, no, no, because you got TakeOver the same night. Yeah, it's Take Access. No, no, it's Royal Rumble. It's Royal Rumble weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, it is TakeOver. Yeah, it's night TakeOver too. the night before. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, interesting because especially because Otis uh, Otis and Heavy Machinery are slated as one of those groups that are going to be moving up to the main roster. So it's interesting. Not that only that, them in. but Adam Cole. I mean, you think he'd be inter- that? Be, that's that's telling you right there. Unless something something else happens, because I haven't seen what the takeover roster is going to look like. Well, but I, that means I that- did- they did say last week that Ricochet is going to be uh, Gargano. Just, yeah, Ricochet and Gargano, which is going to be a freaking epic match. Yeah, Nothing with Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, wait, no. Tommaso Ciampa is going to take on uh, Black, uh, more right? likely, yeah, Black, Alistair Black. So you got your two big matches there. And then, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Shayna Baszler is going to be taking on. Uh, who is it she fought this weekend? Oh, oh yeah, uh, EST, uh, Bianca Belair. So there's your three title matches earlier for those. Those are going to be your headline matches. And actually, Bianca Belair match, I'm excited to see, man. She's I, I said it about a couple months ago. I think she's the only one pound for pound that can match strength with Shayna Baszler. Yeah, there's something. She's, I, You know, I don't get the whole hair thing. You know her move with that. I, I, it's whatever, but there's just something about her and her talent and her force. Yeah, that's just very reminiscent of Jacqueline. Like yes. early, I'm not talking like later Jacqueline. I'm talking like ruthless, just you know, gritty attitude era when she'd go up against Sable or go up against China and just just beat them. And I feel like Bel Air has that same kind of technique. And I yeah I can't I I'm interested in seeing I mean here's the thing how many times we talk about Baszler putting on a bad match yeah we don't talk about it so this is gonna be a big match personally I think this might be her last match and we'll get into this later I know but I think I think we're gonna see Baszler at the Royal Rumble I'm just saying yeah we'll see yeah yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll definitely talk about these uh coming up in a couple weeks absolutely i i will say though if you haven't watched the nxt match from this last week her and nikki cross uh i you know good god man that was a good match and at the end to see her uh uh bianca belair bring nikki cross up in her finishing move man that woman has unbelievable strength i'm not saying i mean nikki uh nikki cross is a solid woman. She's like she she's an easy 145, but there's a lot of leg going on there. She's she's really good shape muscular wise. And man, Bianca Belair had no issue just lifting her up and doing the finishing move, man. It's it, it's going to be an awesome match. So, um but yeah, so going back to when worlds collide, they've got big names going on this. It'll be interesting to see uh, are they? Are, I I don't know the gist of everything yet because they just announced. It. Is it going to be like a five man, five on five tag team, like a tornado tag team match? No, think, I, don't, do I, would, I would imagine. I would imagine there'd be a few different matches. Um, you know, wait, wait, hold yeah. a sec. I did remember something. I think they said something about how something goes for it's about fifteen minutes. It's like a Royal it's Rumble a kind of tournament. thing. No, it's a tournament. It's a, okay. it's a tournament format so there as of right now there's no name of who's fighting who um who are some of the other names so the winner the winner of this tournament is actually going to be given a opportunity at whatever championship they want so basically it's a royal rumble-esque champion or it's king of the ring for the minor leagues yeah 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 yeah. but with but with a title stipulation. Obviously, King of the Ring, as great as it was, I love the King of the Ring. I, I know we play tournaments. I know, you know, I was always I always loved King of the Ring. I think obviously the last real big one was when Booker T won it and the time just went down the hill after that. The la- I know they did one a couple of years. They've done a couple since then, but they were kind of like, oh, we had a King of the Ring match this week. We're gonna have another one next week. I was all for the King of the Rings tournament match. Um, so that's kind of what it seems like. It seems like there's gonna be a tournament between the 15 guys. Um, with a title stipulation at the end for the winner, and that's pretty damn cool. Uh, looks yeah. like it's about a four hour event, so who knows what can happen? Good god, man! WWE is starting to really like pick up. Like we talked about, 2019 is gonna be a big year for them. I think this is, I think this is the beginning of them starting to to expand their channel rosters. Oh, well, they they Ex- uh, they, they kind of have to with the and this is a this tournament. This tournament's a two-day event, so it starts on Saturday and ends on Sunday. So basically, it's going to lead into TakeOver, and then it's going to end before the Royal Rumble kind of thing. Nice. 
Cool. So we will be chatting more about that in weeks to come. We'll be doing our uh, our pre-show setup for that. For the, I think we might actually have to do either a couple of those or something because there's a, it sounds like there's a lot going on Royal Rumble weekend. So that'll be a big show for us. So uh, WWE, as far as show wise, uh, all right, but they're setting up Royal Rumble pretty good. I mean, you yeah. definitely tell it is how that how WWE likes to announce it. This is the beginning of WrestleMania season, and they're already jumping. The one thing I will say is I hope that they and obviously this is this is precursor because it's we're gonna get a half. I really hope that they don't announce the entire Royal Rumble roster beforehand. You know, <clears throat> back when the Royal Rumble was the greatest thing ever, it was when you had surprises. It was when you you had some contenderships to get in the rumble, but you didn't know two thirds of who was going to be in that rumble, which made for the surprises that much better. We're mm-hmm. at the point now, the last couple of years where they announced like 25 rosters and it's like, okay, so we're going to have five people that we don't know of. Maybe one of them is going to be a surprise. The excitement really isn't there as much as it should be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble was always about who's going to show up at the Royal Rumble. Given this year has a pretty damn big name out there. With people watching closely to see if he shows up, mm-hmm. but it, it's like, huh. I mean, they could announce twenty nine roster members are that coming into the Royal Rumble and leave that one spot unnamed, and the fact that there's one spot, it, it's going to blow up, you know, mainstream as far as is it Kenny or not. But yeah. I mean, I just, I just, don't, I don't want to know the entire Royal Rumble lineup before it happens. Yeah, mind freak. What were you about to say, bud? No, oh, it, it's not much. It, it's, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Speak your piece, sir. I'm just joking, bro. No, it's 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 what I remember about watching Royal Rumble, and it's and kind of piggyback off a little bit of what you said. It, it's the fact that you know, you know, it's that wow factor. It's like who's going to show up? Is like is like going to be like what? Like really? Like that? That for me, that was one of the best things about growing up with the Royal Rumble. We're like. What that just happened, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, my so, two, and, yeah, my two cents on the Royal Rumble is like this, man. When they first started doing the Royal Rumble, the big thing about it is they had the little spin in with the ping pong balls. You pull the number out and you figure out who it was, stuff like that. Where it got good is when you're watching the show and all of a sudden, tw- number sixteen comes out and it's like, holy crap! I haven't seen. Um, uh, freaking this guy in so many years, you know, like the Godfather pops out of nowhere. And then it's just these random people coming out of nowhere. That's what I hope they do. They didn't do that the last couple of years. You're right. They had maybe like four or five people they didn't announce. And then we had to try to figure it out. Best one, I think was about four or five years ago where we hardly knew. I mean, we knew some of the roster. We knew the ones that came out and said, Oh, John Cena is going to do it. Randy Orton, blah, blah, blah. But there was probably a good 10 people. We did not know we we're going to show up. Like Ray Mysterio came back on one of those, and the minute that music pops, there's music that have holy crap! It's just amazing to see not only hear but see the looks on people's faces while they're in the audience. So, uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna quit talking Royal Rumble because we're just totally like blowing our show that we need to hold off for. So, um, kudos to WWE for breaking out a couple more things for us this week. Uh, more more wrestling. This is. This is going to be an awesome year for wrestling as a whole because uh, the rest of the show that we're going to be talking about is the big news that they finally announced. Uh, uh, they did the public announcement this week. Uh, we talked about this gentleman uh, about uh, three or four podcasts ago, Cody Rhodes, and the impact he had with Ring of Honor and the ability to uh, bring the smaller organizations. And I don't want to say smaller as far as not quality, just – not WWE, you know, so Ring of Honor, New Japan, stuff like that, the, the the ones that aren't totally mainstream USA. And they were able to unify all these guys, have NWA championships, all this stuff. And then, sure enough, uh, AEW is official. Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are the vice presidents of AEW. Brandy Rhodes is the branding officer, uh, backed up by, uh, I believe his last name is Turka, his um, – Son of the father, uh, son of the guy who owns the jet. What's that? Tony Khan. Tony Tony Khan. Khan. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry. Tony Khan, uh, son of the uh, son of the guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars comes in with a hundred million. So just, 
just so we're clear, Tony Khan actually is a co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars also. And, okay. and uh, one of the uh, FC Premier League teams and the Florida, uh, Florida Panthers hockey team. So they've got some cash, and they, they're going to take $100 million of it and start up AEW. Not do they just have cash. They have more <laughs> cash than Vinnie Mac. Just saying. Just it's it up there. there. I it's mean, no, it's, it's more. He they it's he has more money than Benny Mac. Um, I'm not. I know he's not going to blow his load and, and give away the farm to start this up. But these guys are smart. Not just the cons, but Cody, Matt, Nick. They are smart businessmen. There's a reason why they were able to sell out eleven thousand seats for all in six months ahead of time before a single match was named. There's a reason why they've had the following increase for the last four months for something for a cl- a countdown of nobody knowing what happened. And of course, towards the end of it, it came the world's worst secret because everyone knew what was happening. But what these guys are about to do is nothing less than extraordinary. Uh, they are literally. We talk about indies. We talk about you know small organizations because I don't Ring of Honor, New Japan. Those are not indies. They are they are established organizations. They're no different than Impact, except for a better product. Um, so what they're going? I mean, this is going to be this big not only for them but for wrestling. Like we are going to literally we're we're going to get wrestling content of Ring of Honor, New Japan. Impact, but he, at, at some point we're gonna get it at a much higher scale, almost NXT level. Like production, I can see us getting production level of NXT. Um, I I am ecstatic about this. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Like I was uh, I was looking, I was reading up on it this morning, uh, this afternoon as well, just really trying to get into this and see what it is. Some of the cool stuff that I noticed about right off the bat, and when I when I watched the the press uh, uh, the, the the press that they had in front uh, where they were announcing everything, and Brandy Rhodes came up and talked. Uh, one of the things I liked about their what they're talking about is that they're everyone's going to be paid equally. That no one's going to get more money than the other. They said it's going to be all equal. I'm sure somewhere down the line, in order to attract some of the bigger names, if they want to, they can go that route. But starting off, they said everyone's getting paid equally. Men, women, doesn't matter. Uh, one of the first signees was uh, was the doctor uh, and and female wrestler, which is awesome because they said they want to they want to they want to bring female wrestling into their into it right off the bat, uh, top of the line. Not not the valet club that some wrestling organizations still hold out with and stuff. Um, so I really like the idea of where they're coming from. They're really trying to make this fan base. They're really trying to cater to the fans' needs uh, because obviously, it, like how Brandy said it, if everyone's getting paid equal and you have happy wrestlers, that means you have happy fans. Um, and they've also signed a, a litany of talent, too. Uh, I know you've got the full roster there, but some of the guys I want to throw out there just to start off with uh, for us people like myself who are still getting out to the other outside world stuff. But things I did notice is obviously Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. Uh, they're obviously signed. They're also, like we talked about, the the uh, vice presidents. EVPs. Yep. They, they picked up uh, Chris Jericho, obviously huge name. Uh, one that I actually thought was really cool to see was that they picked up Pac, a.k.a. Neville. Uh, Neville is a great wrestler. He had a lot of great matches in WWE. It was behind-the-scenes stuff that eventually ended his WWE reign. So it's good to see that they're picking so, up on And I'm, We're going to go back to Jericho because there's – obviously that's a, that's a big catalyst that we need to discuss. But the signing of Pac is big for the reason of – Everybody was actually anticipating him being at all in for the fact that he was like they they let him out of his contract. They let him release from his contract in WWE the weekend before. And everybody thought that we were going to get packed to show up, whether surprise or not, at all in. And we didn't get that. So the fact that they brought him in to, to this now, it's big because Neville Neville was one of, Neville was a talent that could have been a major superstar but was severely underused. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
when we look back at his last year and a half, his biggest storyline was with an actor. Given it was Stephen Amell, but it was an actor. And it wasn't, you know, the whole Enzo Amore. And that just ruined it all for him. And the fact that he, he's now in AEW, that's that's phenomenal, man. Absolutely. My freak. What do you got there, buddy? Same thing. Like, like we big household names. Like, like other names that have, like, you know, been part of WWE. Not, not you know, like with Cody and stuff like that. But with how much Cody and the Bucks have done outside of it for that brand and build it up to what it is to be able to get uh, to get great talent like Pac, like Jericho, it's it's just astounding to know that you know, especially with somebody to Jericho, you know how long he's been with the WWE. There's lots of countless stuff he's done with WWE to go over to this organization, a brand new one that they've been building up. It just goes to show a lot of what AEW is going to do, and I'm excited too. And then, and this also with what you just said also goes with something that we talked about a couple casts ago. It wasn't like Chris Jericho just went and signed with them. Chris Jericho actually consulted Vince McMahon on the whole situation, let them know the, uh, what he wanted to do. The cool thing about that is obviously Vince gave the blessing. We, we said this about three or four weeks ago that the idea that Vince McMahon letting Jericho do that, I mean, he didn't have to, Jericho didn't have to go to Vince McMahon, but he went to Vince McMahon and Vince McMahon gave him the, hey, do your thing. That, that shows maturity with Vince McMahon and understands that uh, he understands where wrestling is now. He, everyone knows that WWE is the, the top, the top of the food chain. That's where it is. They've, they've, they've earned their spot. But they also realize that if they continue going that way with no competition, there's really not going to be much more wrestling. So the idea that Cody Rhodes has been able to do what he's done and now create an AEW, which they want to compete with WWE. They, they're not going out there and blatantly say we're going to dominate them or everything like that. They're playing it smart. We just want to be the the your next choice. Not, not these other fakers or these other guys who tried to beat WWE. We're just going to just be your next choice and then let it grow from there. Yeah, and they're going along. The, and the, what's what's really the great thing about it is when you listen to Cody or Matt or Nick talk about it, you listen to Brandy talk about it, these aren't guys who are coming out because they want to make money. Given, of course, they do. But they, you can tell, I, and I've met both, you know, all of them over the last year a couple different times. And they're all genuinely great people. Like they, the way they just talk about, they're not even talking wrestling. They're just talking like as if they've known you forever. And they're just the meet and greets are fantastic. Um, but their passion for the business and for giving. They here's the thing: the McMahon's came out about three weeks ago and said they are going to give the fans what they want. They are going to give more of what we want and less of what they want to do or what the writers have been doing or however they wanted to word it or not. Why do they do that? I'll tell you why. Because AEW's out here, and they know it was coming. They're not dumb. Vince, Vince is a smart man. I guarantee you he already knew what was going on. Um, but then you listen to these guys talk, and they're talking about you know better pay, better performances, health care. Uh, you know, giving fans what they want, not giving predetermined, you know, not giving worthless storylines or things that are not going to be continuous, giving win, making to wins and losses matter again, you know, not just throwing somebody out there and shoving them down our throats, but to make them earn their spot. They've already talked about how they're not making to where you pick the face or you pick the heel and you, who's going to pick and who you're going to be going for. They're telling you, watch enjoy and choose for yourself we are going to give you a product that you can enjoy and just get away and basically escape from what's out there what's awesome about this is that brandy was talking about afterwards that you know they're still going to allow all these guys for the most part to still do other things so that just because they're tying that contract aew given probably cody and the bucks and stuff like that who have these ironclad contracts are probably going to be pretty, you know, um, tied in and loyal to the brand. But Joey Janela, 
you know, who's a big name out there and he's coming over, they're still going to allow him to do his stuff outside of the AEW. Uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman who's one of the biggest heels out there. They're going to allow him to do his own thing. Chris Jericho, Cody said he's still going to allow him. He's still going to be able to do his thing. He's going to have, be able to do his cruise, whatever it may be. Uh, I mean, SCU if you don't know who SCU is, you need to. Christopher Daniels has been around for so long and such a great talent. Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky are two guys who have been around for a few years who, man, they got, they're just on the rise. What's great about them, it's great for us because they are Southern California guys, SCU. That's why they're SCU. But so are the Bucks. And Matt, I think I can't remember if it was Matt or Nick. One of them came out in an interview and said that their dream is to do a big show in their hometown. Their hometown's Rancho Cucamonga. He said, and he goes on and say, given that Rancho Cucamonga does not have a an arena that can fit what we want to do, but Ontario does. That's right in our backyard. Not only that, we have LA, we have Anaheim, we have San Diego. This is going to benefit us. I mean, given it's a little selfish because there's a lot of wrestling fans out there, but for us, it's going to be fantastic. The South, the Midwest, the, the West Coast, we are going to get power thrown in with more wrestling than ever before, and it's going to be amazing. The fact that they have Chris Jericho, and you mentioned it, he didn't have to go to Vince, but he did. And that was big when we went to New Japan. The guy's been on fire for the last 15 months, had his cruise. But to have Chris Jericho sign, Chris Jericho gives validity to this organization. Now they can go get TV deals. They can go get networks to, to, to air their pay-per-views. There was reports that HBO was at the rally the other day yeah. doing a behind-the-scenes video montage, essentially to air like a behind-the-scenes all-access on HBO. So there's talks that they can even be in the running to produce and show some shows on their network. I tell you right now, I already got an HBO, uh, HBO subscription. So I guarantee other people out there will get an HBO subscription if it's going to give them wrestling from All Elite Wrestling. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's exciting news to hear because of the fact that, once again – uh, I think some of the best wrestling that was produced was a long time was a Monday Night Wars when uh, WWE was fighting WCW for supremacy. And it was because at the time, both uh, organizations were producing high quality, like everyone was in for. It. I mean, that was, that was it. Like the thing you noticed about those matches and those, uh, those uh, shows when you watched it is that every wrestler bought in. Because they all felt that, hey, this is it. This is what's going to make things happen. We want to win. We want to be on the winning side. And it all came down to one mess up with the announcement uh, with the uh, with WCW announcing who's going to win a championship one night that turned the tables. And that's what I'm excited to see with this AEW. I, I admit that even though uh, this has been talked about and there and like uh, we were talking in the pre-show that there's been a countdown for this. I didn't know much about it. I just knew about the fact that Cody Rhodes has been out there killing it, and I've spoke highly about it before with him and Co and the Young Bucks about how they're really bringing the the or the independents together and really trying to bring something to wrestling to kind of elevate it to another level. To actually have AEW come around and the way they're trying to uh, the, the way that they're going to be doing it and the way that you just mentioned that they're going to still kind of keep what's been working for them the last uh, four or five months where they're going to have those I don't want to call them open contracts but they allow them to go wrestle at their other organizations that's huge for them because that'll really help them step up and and like what they want to do compete with WWE it's going to be an awesome and, and, time and the biggest thing and the biggest thing that I, you know that I'm excited for it, it's it's the fact that you know it's it's just going to be sheer, uh, you know, just strictly pure entertainment, you know, entertainment that's always fun to watch, like amazing spots, amazing matches, and and it's like Marty said, you know, it's we're going to put these on, you decide, kind of thing, you know, and as a fan, you know, to have another more wrestling to even watch and have it done. This way, with big names like this, I said it earlier, dude, it's exciting. And 
like you say uh, almost every week or something like that, you know, what a great time it is right now for wrestling. It really is. Mm-hmm. All the stuff yeah. that's going on. And to go with that, obviously, they, they made an announcement that there's going to be two big events this year. We're going to get this follow-up to All In, which is going to be Double or Nothing, and that's here in Vegas. It's going to be in Vegas, Memorial Day weekend, which is going to be another big show with another show coming after that, which most, it's looking like it's going to be in Jacksonville. I think they even announced it's going to be in Jacksonville. And that one could easily end up being, being – all in too, because that's going to be towards the end of the summer. So I can absolutely be all in too. Uh, but we talk about this being, you know, there's we're going to see more names and more things come up as far as uh, who's coming over. But there are some big free agents right now. Not even those from WWE, but Kenny Omega is going to be the biggest free agent in years. Within the next couple of weeks, is he going WWE? Is he going AEW? Is he going somewhere else? I'm pretty sure he's going to be one of those two. Cody came out a couple weeks ago and said, uh, retracted his original statement, and said, you know what? Maybe not the entire elite isn't all going to go down the same path right away, but we're all elite still. Kind of throwing it up there where it's kind of going to go. Marty Squirrel. He's in contract till April. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, so I hope that once he gets done with his contract, he's there. I don't see why he's not going to be there. There's another tick. If you haven't watched Beating the Elite this last episode from this week, there's another ticker at the end of it. Um, the big focuses of this episode was essentially Code or uh, Marty Squirrel and Kenny Omega, New Year's Day, what's going on, and then a ticker. So it's like, is that a countdown for Kenny? Is it a countdown for Marty? Either way, if they get both of these guys, and then the day after Kenny, which is the day after um, Wrestle Kingdom 13, which was an amazing event. We haven't, even, we haven't even talked about that yet. If you haven't watched Wrestle Kingdom 13, try to find a way to watch it. Um, but Kenny announced that he's leaving New Japan. It's already been announced. Day after that, after New Year's Dash, Kushida, one of the biggest names in Japanese wrestling, announced he is also leaving New Japan Wrestling. Where he's going, no say, there's no names, nothing out that further, but they could easily be bringing Kushida over. If they, in the next, you know, we can end up having Kushida, Kenny Omega, and Marty Scroll coming into this roster, which is going to amplify the names on here. The fact that they're going to give the guys the opportunity to do other things outside AEW, get a paycheck, make sure they're taken care of physically, and you know, bring them into this beginning of this startup company. I guarantee you, we are going to see some big names pop up out of nowhere that nobody even expected, and that is going to be amazing. That, that's that's something I'm starting to see too. That I think is going to be fun for wrestling as a whole. Where do these people go? Like I know today, WWE signed uh, uh, one female wrestler. I can't think of her name. She was with Ring of Honor though, uh, or Impact, I think, and she just signed over today. Uh, I wish I had the name. Another one that came up, Piper uh, from uh, Piper Vi- uh, Venom or uh, Viper, excuse me, from uh, overseas. She was in the May Young Classic, had a really good outing in there. She announced that she, after her contract finishes up, she's going to be signing with WWE. So it's going to be interesting to see how these uh, sign uh, signings start falling through. Do they? Where do they go? Like, do you go with the? Do you go with WWE? Do you do you continue to go with the tried and true and try to be the a small fish in the big pond kind of thing? Or do you jump with AEW and say, hey, man, let's get right at the beginning of this and see what happens? It's it's going to be quite exciting. I, I guarantee this next year we're going to be talking about a lot of like, holy crap, I can't believe that person's now wherever they're at. And that, that's, that's exciting too. Once again, this is starting to become one of those exciting times for being a wrestling fan because you're seeing more quality shows, you're seeing more quality events, and now you're getting an, uh, another quality program starting up with uh, – with a well-known family taking care of it. I mean, I, Rhodes, Cody Rhodes is doing a phenomenal job, and he's carrying on his father's legacy just the way that we we hoped he would. So, um, I can say by the end of the, I guarantee by the end of this year we will see only between five and ten names from the WWE, whether currently on the roster or just coming off the roster, that will be a part of AEW. 
And I'm going to go as far as they will see Goldust there. Um, I'm hoping. I, I don't know if he's going to do it just because uh, he's been taken care of for so long. And now his girlfriend's a part of the WWE brand. Um, but I really hope that if something doesn't happen for him, that, that Zack Ryder shows up in AEW. Um, he's friends. With, he's really good friends with Cody Rhodes. They're always posting together, always doing things. Um I think that you give Zack Ryder the opportunity to show up in AEW, they're going to take care of him, and he, they're going to let him shine rather than, oh, Zack Ryder was backstage or he came out to help break up a fight for the first time on Raw in nine months. Zack Ryder is too good of a talent to just be wasting on main event. Absolutely. And given, I guarantee he's getting money for it and great money for it, but to be happy – Sometimes you might want to take a little bit of a pay cut to be happy doing what you do. And that's just, that's my thought. Yeah, but yeah. it's going to be exciting to see what happens over the next six to 12 months. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. It's a, like I said, exciting times. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just, this is going to be a, a fun ride this year. And I think it's going to do exactly what wrestling needs. Get people like myself to branch out and see these other organizations and follow some of these wrestlers that you've seen at WWE or whatever show you've watched the majority of the time and see them performing. Uh, I think that's one of the things that I really do appreciate about the NXT brand is that it's given me the ability to see someone on a consistent basis like a Samoa Joe, like an Adam Cole. Uh, now we have Matt Riddle. Now we have Keith Lee. We're seeing all these big-name wrestlers that are not WWE branded coming in, and I get to see these guys in their performance saying, hey, I need to start looking a little bit more outside the box and see these guys before even them. Yeah, and to go with that, I mean, not only are we going to get this great wrestling from around the world and, and at, at more higher levels, we are going to see WWE give us a better product. Yep. Because if they don't, they're going to become the blockbuster and they're going to go away. Given it's going to take some time for that to happen, but if they're not giving to fans the content that we want to see and AEW – Ring of Honor, New Japan, and even Impact. Impact's been on a rise lately. And the fact, given they're going to some crappy-ass network again, but <laughs> the, these organizations are starting to really provide the fans with content that we want to watch, content we want to see. If the WWE doesn't step up, they are going to lose their fan base, and they're going to lose it quickly. So I think that's going to make WWE give us a much better content. AEW doesn't even need to go head-to-head Monday nights or Friday nights or any whatever night the WWE goes. They can just be – they can go up on a, on a Saturday – on a Wednesday night, given NXT. But if they go to go Wednesday night, not even a night that our main broadcast of WWE is going on, that's still going to force WWE to play their card and, and give us a quality content. And we talked about the, the AEW and how they want an established women's roster also. Where have we been talking about the hottest females in wrestling? And I'm not talking about – I'm talking about talent-wise for the last two to three years. We are seeing them not only in WWE but the Mayon Classic. Yeah. I guarantee that we are going to see a lot of names familiar to the May Young Classic join up in the W and the AEW because they know what they can do. Britt Baker, she's yeah. a name there too, you know. So the if doctor. they want to establish wrestlers, we are going to see some call. You know, and I'm not gonna lie, I I'm a fan. She's one of my she's my favorite out there. I really hope they get names like Santana Garrett. Uh, hell, we don't, they could easily steal Tessa Blanchard. I oh, know yeah. she's got a contract with Impact now, but she was she was the winner of the lone female match at All In. I mean, she's got she's a legacy. Cody's a legacy. You know, they had that connection. I I don't. It's very easy for them to try to bring Tessa over, and you're bringing Tessa over. You have a valid women's roster. I I agree absolutely. Yeah. It's uh uh yeah I. <laughs> you said it all, man. I don't, I, I don't know where else to go, man. These, this is just a, a lot of good stuff that's happening right now for wrestling as a whole. Uh, it is exciting times. Like I keep saying this all the time. I really do mean it, though. It is exciting times. We are going to see uh, another 
we're going to see another, not a Monday Night War, but we're going to see another jump or another evolution in wrestling because it has been stale since the 90s. And we've had some influxes, and it's gotten better with the in, uh, with the insertion of like NXT and everything. But now this is going to be the one time where you're just going to see it everywhere. And wrestling isn't going to be that thing that, oh, well, the, the guys in the Midwest and the country or nerds watch. It's, I mean, everyone's now going to be going mainstream again with this wrestling stuff. And the way they're able to get themselves out there in public uh, life and uh, and to participate and help, that's, uh, that's the other thing they're really bringing to the table as well. Yeah, and I mean, we're talking about AEW and you know, Elite and New Japan, Ring of Honor, Fox, you know, Given some of that content, unless you're really uh, a, a fan and a diehard wrestling fan at that, you're really not going to know a lot of these names. And that's where it goes back to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho signing with AEW, that is getting mainstream attention. CBS, NBC, Sports, or ESPN, all these big companies are talking about Chris Jericho signing with this company called AEW. The fact that they're getting attention just because Jericho is signing, that's already a great sign for the company. The fact that they just signed one name and everybody's flocking to look at what's going on here. Because you know if Chris Jericho is on board, it's got something behind it. And that yep. that's 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 a stamp of approval right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I I don't think I think that's the better best way we could end it off for today. Uh, that was that was great great way to finish it off. Uh, this has been a great cast. It's awesome to get in there weekend with us and everything. Um, I look forward to next week, especially as we're getting close to the Royal Rumble and as more news comes out with AEW and everything. That uh, like I said, these are gonna be conversations we could have. So uh, when you're watching this show uh, on whatever platform it is, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, uh, you, iTunes, whatever, Stitcher, everything, whatever it is, please put comments in there. Let us know what you guys think. Tell us what you think is going to be the biggest uh, uh, impacts happening this year and stuff. Make sure you check us out at Malice to Hyphen Corp. That's our, uh, our, 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 our parent host site. They're the guys that allow us to do this uh, this podcast on a weekly basis. You'll see all of our old casts. You can also link in and, and see how you can get to our, our current cast and everything. Uh, but, yeah, this is great stuff, guys. We really appreciate your input and feedback, and uh, we look forward to next week doing this. Uh, My Freak, where can we follow you next week? Or maybe this week, because I don't know if we, we'll keep, keep you for next week. We'll see. You might Your contract might be coming up soon, buddy. No. <laughs> I was signing with AEW. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go. They, they need some more valets. Ah! <laughs> hey, chance to work with AEW as a valet? I'll take it. Shit. <laughs> uh, you can follow me right here uh, on Twitch, even though we're not live. But you can follow me at Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash btbmindfreak. Bring you guys some high quality uh, Destiny uh, gaming action, um, all kinds of different stuff there. Um, also follow me on Twitter at mindfreakmlg. It's up in the corner over my shoulder, and at Instagram at just underscore mindfreak. How about you, sir, uh, bearded master? It doesn't matter where MRD gets followed from. <laughs> I throw that in there. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to throw this out here because this is just one of those examples. You just followed up what he did at the beginning of the show, man. I'm yep. just saying. Yep. I mean, six, there's, six there's, there's, there's going Saxton, and then there's going full Saxton. And you never go full Saxton. Come on, man. It's about time you learned that. Just calm down there, bro. Uh, you can find me. Instagram, Twitter at a bearded master, as well as on Twitter at boot to the face, uh, boot the number two the face. Um, always talking wrestling, always ready uh, to to converse about whatever. Hit us up with AEW um, hashtag us malice smack talk. Let us know what your thoughts are on the show. Uh, anything that you've heard us talk about, anything you see us tweet about. Join in to interact with us. We want all three of us are always on are always on our our 
profile, always seeing what's going on, whether we're being tagged or whatever it is. But we all enjoy talking wrestling more than the hour to hour and a half we do here on the show. Um, just give us more content, and we'll give you more content. Absolutely. I, you can always – yeah, you can follow me at Masonic Vader, Masonic Vader 71 on PlayStation. But like I always like to mention, follow Malice Smack Talk. Uh, this has been a great ride. We're having so much fun. Uh, and I, I'm looking forward to this year because I think there's going to be a lot more going on. You're going to see us probably on a weekly basis just talking nothing but great wrestling news, man. And I'm True excited that. for this year. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean. Well, last little tidbit because I, I I do have one more to get. I mean, Mar- Marty's Marty, you know, talk about me going full Saxon or whatever. It's okay. Marty almost any time Andy Rose gets brought up goes full Graves over there. I mean, I don't know which is worse. You know. Just saying. Um, uh, full Saxon is worse because full graves means we're just checking out freaking a goddess yeah. for God's sake, man. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know if you guys so, ever checked. Here, here, here's her. We got graves. And if you're talking about graves, that means he's either talking about Manny Rose or Alexa Bliss. If you talk about Saxton, you're talking about freaking pancakes and the new day. <laughs> hey, 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 don't know power positivity, son. Um, all I know is that lately Instagram has been blowing up with a lot of interesting Mandy stacks. That's all yeah. I gotta say. There, all right, it's amazing. That is true. Oh my goodness. Anyways, well, thank you so much for watching the show. We appreciate your comment. We uh, likes, please follow us, share us, tell everyone about us. Uh, we really appreciate all the Twitter uh, follows and everything. Keep uh, keep doing your thing, and of course, like how we always like to end the show, give us that one, two, three. It's stuck. I, I think it. That's what she said. <laughs> I, I think our bell officially is dead. <laughs> 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 That's a great way to end the show. Tiger Strikes! We're back in!